What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out of shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. What's up and welcome to another episode of the Boss Life with Bonds. It is your host, Coach Bonds, mind and body transformation specialist. And boy, looky here, I spit some mother freaking fire yesterday for my coaching clients on our uh, Tough Love Tuesday. Some days I try to make Tough Love Tuesday not so tough love and it's like, you know, just love, love. But yesterday, like I brought that shit home because I really... I think that uh, a lot of us, coaches even included, we have a way of romanticizing the weight loss journey for people. What's up? Good morning, Jazz. We have a way of romanticizing weight loss journeys for people and using the, uh, oh, imagine how good it will feel to weigh you know, less or imagine how good it will feel to wear a bikini or imagine how good it would feel. And the problem with that method is that a lot of people have never been able to do the things that we're telling them. Imagine how good it will feel when. And true change only comes from a strong emotion. And if you can't attach, if you can't relate with that strong emotion that you're trying to cultivate, it's the same thing with manifestation, why some people are able to manifest things and some people aren't. If you're not able to tap into that super good feeling that helps you get, um, that helps you, that, that you can feel it in your body, put it that way. We can all think about something. What's up, Shauna? We can all think about something um, and it's in your head. But until you can feel it in your body, until you can feel your nervous system actually respond to that which you are focusing on, it's not an internalized feeling and it's not going to be strong enough to motivate you, to keep you disciplined, or to help you manifest something. Um, you're listening to the recording of the podcast. My dogs are just having an all-out Mufasa and Scar fight in the middle of my living room right now, and they will not be quiet. I don't know how many, how many times I told them to, so here we go. Um, but yeah, so yesterday I broke down some psychological uh, factors in weight loss and why some people struggle to 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 maintain motivation because motivation, as you know, it's just kind of like the spark that gets the the fire started, but or, or the gasoline or no, hold on. Let's say that that motivation is like the spark, right? It gets the fire started. Gasoline is what makes the fire bigger. Let's say gasoline is discipline, but the thing we we can't rely on discipline for forever because it relies on willpower. And like I was telling my clients yesterday in both of my coaching communities, willpower only lasts for so long. Ask any girl who's ended up dating a guy that was persistent and asking them or ask any uh, female in a relationship who said, no, I don't want to do anything tonight, hun. But he's like, come on, come on, come on. And so you didn't, you just give in. Willpower only lasts for so long. And so that's why most people fall off with weight loss. I For, for people to, who struggle with motivation, struggle with discipline, and have struggled with staying on their weight loss journey, telling them how good it will feel to have something is not enough. You know why? Because the good feeling that I just described isn't even that strong because they have never felt it and they can't really internalize how good that will feel. Here's the good feeling and here's the gap. And in between that really good feeling is pain. And people will always try to move closer to pain or closer to pleasure and away from pain. But if there is pain blocking that pleasure point, that discipline and that motivation will not be enough. So I took them through a guided mental rehearsal um, and visualization of just how much pain they will be in if they stay the same. And there were people crying. There were people like, yo, like that was intense. I didn't want to work out today, but I listened to that. Now I'm up and I'm ready to go. And so I was just so, it was such a cool experience to be able to light a fire under my client's asses. So that was freaking awesome. Really enjoyed doing that last night. Um, 
So yeah, that was my Tough Love Tuesday in the Boss Bod Academy and the Look Good Naked Academy. But today, what we're talking about, we're talking about two things. We're talking about um, walking on fire and doing shit that scares you or shit that's hard. And then also, I'm going to be making uh, some announcements about the holiday challenge that's going to be starting Monday. It's called Get Back and Give Back. And the premise of it, I was just going to do a raffle, right? And just like charge, like, I don't know, $10, $5 and give away like a, an award gift basket, like with some stuff. And I still may do something like that, but I'm a, I'm a fitness coach. So I was like, why not mix this with fitness? And so I'm coming up with a challenge. It'll start Monday. You don't have to download my app. You don't have to do anything crazy. It's going to be for four weeks. It's going to be super low cost because the proceeds, a portion of the proceeds are going to go to Angel Tree Ministry. And I really want to bless some teenagers this year because usually people will buy stuff for the toddlers and for the kids because it's cheaper and it's more affordable. And the teenagers want things that cost more. What's up, Martina? And so I really want to take a portion of the proceeds from this challenge and donate to Angel Tree so that um, we can bless some teenagers who are um, either less fortunate or bless a whole family. So the challenge is going to be called Give Back and Get Back. And I'll be making some I'll be making some posts and further announcements about it. If you want to know more about the Give Back get back challenge drop hashtag holiday hottie in the comments or just simply dm me and i can give you the details so walking on fire and swimming with sharks like I just mentioned, I, I took my clients yesterday through a guided mental rehearsal of just how much it's going to suck to freaking um to stay where they're at and imagine if they could never lose the weight imagine if they could never ever um get out of this stuck state that they're in instead of romanticizing how good it will feel to be in shape imagine if this state that you're in right now where you don't travel because you wonder if you can fit in the airplane seat where you don't go on roller coasters because you don't know if you can fit in the roller coaster where you don't um go on dating sites because you're afraid to get it rejected where you dress a certain weight like imagine if that was your life and nothing could absolutely change and I took them through that guided mental uh, rehearsal and it was freaking powerful. Um, and sometimes we have to put ourselves in that position so we can realize exactly what we're dealing with. <sighs> okay, so anyhow, rewinding back. Um, I was at the UPW, Unleash the Power Within conference and the very first night we did the firewalk. And I remember thinking the whole time like, I, I try not to get my head, I try not to overthink things and let anxiety build up because for those of you that have been listening to me for a while, you know the phenomenon of the longer that you put something off, it becomes habituated resistance and you teach your brain, okay, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go this far, we'll go this far. And then, oh, once we get this far, we quit. We go this far, we go this far, we go this far, oh, now we quit. So what you have done is you've taught your body when to quit and you've taught your mind when to give up. And that is called habituated. You have now made it a habit to resist change. And so when I'm getting ready to do something that I know is overwhelming or that is scary, I try not to like do the thing that people with anxiety do, which is replay the worst case scenario over and over in your head. Because anxiety usually is you thinking about shit that's never going to fucking happen. Guys, calm down. And so I don't do that. Like, that's too much. Like, that's just, that's defeating the purpose. You're never going to live the life you want to live. You're never going to overcome the obstacles you want to overcome. You're never going to get to the place you want to go if you sit there and you think of worst case scenario. So one time, or the first cruise that I took with my kids, we were in the Bahamas. It was my oldest son, actually, because I was afraid. Well, one, I, I didn't have enough money to bring my youngest son. And two, I was literally afraid that he would fall off the ship. 
because he was crazy. He's He was a runner. Well, he wasn't really a runner, but he just he's just unpredictable. So I was like, I'm not taking Danny on this cruise until I figure out like what a cruise ship is like. So we're in the Bahamas. And I remember I, I paid for an underwater digital camera. And um, the, the, the locals were like, oh, those are shark infested waters. And I was like, he's just joking because I'm an American. Ain't no damn sharks in this water. And I'm swimming. We're, we're, we got our snorkels on. We're looking at the abandoned planes under the water, which I don't know if those were planted or if they were real. All these cool things. And the next thing I know, I see a bunch of sharks. <laughs> and I froze. And I was like, holy sh! like they weren't joking. Granted, I didn't know they were nursing sharks and they weren't going to bite me or anything. But all I knew is you got to get back to the buoy. You got to get back to the buoy and you got to get yourself out of the water right now. This is scary. What if they would like all the things? And I froze and I was like, OK, once they aren't looking at me, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go back to the buoy. And then something hit me and I was like, hmm. When is the next time? Because back then I didn't really think I was going to be successful. I thought I was going to be stuck serving forever, whatever. Or that I just, I couldn't imagine a life of prosperity and abundance because my mindset was so closed and so limited. And I was like, Bonnie, when's the next time that you're going to be able to swim with sharks? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, this is your chance. Take it. So instead of swimming back to the buoy and hopping out of the water and being afraid and never getting those pictures of the sharks, I stayed under the water. Not only did I stay under the water, I swam a little bit closer to them. And it was one of the most exhilarating, most fulfilling, most like at, at to that point in my life, it was one of the best experiences of my life. What I never would have gotten to experience if I had let in fear or if I had let doubt or if I had let anxiety, or if I had let all of these other negative emotions that never move you closer to the things that you want most, if I had letting those take over. So I decided I was gonna stay under the water. I decided I was gonna get those pictures with the sharks. And to this day, it's one of my favorite memories of going on trips and traveling is that I got to swim with sharks. Granted, I do live in Florida and one of my favorite beaches is New Smyrna, which is apparently the shark capital of the world. I've never seen any sharks at New Smyrna. Matter of fact, I've seen way more sharks at Coco than I have New Smyrna. But either way, I want you to think about the things that you have said that you want to do or the things that get you excited when you think about them and think about how many times you got close to the edge when you were about to do it and you you backed out. How many times were you getting ready to do something that was going to maybe change your life, empower you, make you happy, uh, make a big change in your life and you decided you weren't going to? Maybe it was an interview. Maybe it was for like a the brand or the job that you'd been wanting, but you got scared because you thought that you weren't enough and so you backed out. And that door could have been the one that opened up for you so that you wouldn't be stuck in the place that you're in. I want you to think about how many times you got close to the edge of something that could have freaking changed your life and you backed out because you got scared, because you were anxious, because you overthought it, because you, you thought you didn't have enough to stick it out. For those of you that are stuck, whether it's in a, a job, a lifestyle, a relationship, um, your fitness journey plateau, like there's a way for you to get out of that plateau. But what happens is you've created this habituated resistance in your brain where you get to the point, you get to the point and you're like, ah, I can't do it. You get to the point, you get to the point. And instead of taking that leap forward, you take a leap backwards. You know what they say about people that like when you're making progress and you fall back, you don't fall back to the bottom. You just fall back a couple steps and you also come with the wisdom that you gained all the way that you went there. But for those of you that don't even ever take that first initial jump, you set yourself all the way back now because the little bit of courage that you had when you started the steps is now gone. You took that away from yourself when you backed down. I want to encourage you. I want to remind you. I want to empower you and I want to wake you the fuck up. Shit's not going to change magically on its own. There's, there's, there's a thing like, what is it called? Um, 
my brain went completely blank. But um, so I was like, there's a there's a saying, but I, I completely forgot it. But I want to encourage you, like, take a look at your life. Take a look at this year. It's December 2021. And what were your goals for yourself this year? What were the things that you said you wanted to accomplish this year? What was your vision board if you made one? Did you accomplish the things? Did you get any of it done? Did you forget about it? Did you lose track? Did you get really close to reaching one of them and you got scared because it was a new level and you you doubted yourself? You didn't think that you were enough? Are you in that habit of habituated resistance where you get to the point where you're ready to make a move and then you back out because you're afraid? If this is what you continue to do, strap in, get comfortable because this is gonna be the rest of your life. This isn't me trying to talk down to you. This isn't me trying to make you feel bad, kind of a little bit. But the truth of the matter is, by the time we're in our 30s, we're usually set in our ways. If, we're, if we've been a quitter, it's going to take a lot of shaking up our world for us to get out of the habit of quitting. If we're people that play it safe and don't do anything to take ourselves out of our comfort zone ever, chances are we're probably going to stay like that. Think about it. How many relatives do you know that are stuck in their ways? that think that, you know, all things in life are a certain way or, or think that, um, that have these set of beliefs that don't serve them, that have these set of beliefs. Like maybe you have a relative who thinks that you can't start your own business because starting your own business is hard because it costs money. You don't have enough money to do it. Maybe you have a family full of people that are overweight who think that like weight loss is just too hard and it's not something that can be obtained. So why even bother? Maybe you have a family of people who think that like personal development, personal growth and becoming better than you were yesterday is like a waste of time. And look at them, look at them. They're, they're still the same way, right? They hit like 20 years old and they're the same person they were at 20 years old as they are at 40, 50, 60. Think about where you are. Think about what you've accomplished or what you haven't accomplished. And if you keep going down this path, where will you be in 20, 40 years? Will you be just like that relative, that bitter old relative that sit there and downplays anyone who tries to step it up in their life? Is that what you want to be? Because that's the path that you're on if you keep this up. And so now switching gears real quick, that swimming with sharks thing did way more for me than I ever realized. It empowered me. It showed me that I could do things that were scary. It showed me that I could step out of my comfort zone. It showed me that I'm actually a little bit more powerful than I believe in. I just have to take that step. And so when it came to walking on fire at the Tony Robbins conference, they, they, they taught us how to get into peak state. And I talked about that on my story this morning. And that's going to look different for everybody. For some people, getting into peak state every morning might be like meditating or worshiping. Or, you know, for me, it's it's putting on some really hype music, dancing around. Sunday morning, I, I put on music. If you saw my story, I put on the, the song from Powerline from Goofy Movie, Eye to Eye at the end. And I danced around my living room until the next thing I knew for 30 minutes straight, I was just like doing some kind of weird interpretive dance in my living room and crying my eyes out of happiness and appreciation for my body and for movement and just who I am, who I'm becoming. It felt amazing. I put myself in peak state that morning. And so they taught us how to get into peak state before we walked on fire. And for me, uh, there are a whole bunch of things that went through my head, but I thought of the most, how, when, when do I feel the most powerful? And for me, when I feel the most powerful is when I'm lifting up, <laughs> when I'm deadlifting. And right now my goal is to try to um, to deadlift 300 pounds. And I haven't done it in a while because I'm not lifting for strength right now. I'm training for physique. And when you train for physique, it doesn't always mean hitting PRs. It means progressively overloading the weights as you go. Some people don't know that. They're just like, I'm going to lift really heavy every single day. And then my butt's going to get bigger. No, nah, you're going to freaking tear a muscle or you're going to overtrain your glutes. That's what you're going to do, boo. But um, 
I remember right before I got ready to walk on fire and, and there was someone in my ear and they were like, you're not ready yet. You're not ready yet, but we're going to feel it. I'm going to feel it when you're ready. We're going to know. We're going to know. We're in sync. And I'm looking at this person like, I don't even know you. And I closed my eyes and I leaned over like I was getting ready to set for a deadlift. And I stayed down there. And as soon as I came up, he's like, you're ready. And I walked across the coals and it didn't even feel hot at all. I remember when I got, in fact, when I got to the end, they had to remind me like, hey, stop, rinse your feet off because you still have hot coals on your feet. And I was like, what? I do? Like, I was so in my zone. I felt so powerful. Like nothing could stop me. Like I didn't even know I was walking on coals. I was so in my zone. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been so in your zone that the things that you thought that you couldn't do, you just freaking did it like it was nothing? That was me this morning too at the gym. I remember when I struggled with pull-ups because of my shoulders and because of this, because of that. And my upper body body wasn't strong enough to pick up almost 200 pounds. And this morning I just went and I was doing full range of motion, right? Like arms all the way stretched out, all the way up, all the way down. Meanwhile, there's a guy on the next rack next to me doing pull-ups like this. And I was just going, I was in my zone. You can tell me nothing. Guys, while you're sitting here trying to rely on like discipline or trying to rely on like motivation and all of these things, you got to get into peak state where your mind is like, you can't tell me shit, but you're not going to ever know how to get into peak state. You'll never be able to tap into that if you keep on with this habituated resistance. If you keep on with getting to here, then you stop. That random live I did Saturday after that lady came up to me and saw me doing my pull-ups where I would get about right here and then go down, about here and then go down. She comes up to me and she goes, mama, you're cheating yourself. And I was like, what? She's like, I don't care how ugly it looks. I don't care how hard it is. She goes, get your neck over that line and hold it and struggle. You're treating yourself. And in my head, I was like, I can't get my head over the bar. This is plenty. This is plenty. But her saying that to me made me realize like, no, I can do it. I just get to the point where I usually stop. And then I'm like, that's good enough. Get to the point where I stop. And I'm like, that's good enough. But she pushed me and reminded me what I was capable of. And ever since she did that, now every, not every single rep, but for most of them, I go above because I know that I'm now capable of it. Imagine what you could accomplish in your life if you finally quit stopping at the point where you get used to. If you finally quit stopping at the point where you're comfortable. If you finally quit stopping at the point where it's it, it's it's like you're never going to break through to make that progress, guys. You will never make through break through if you keep breaking down when it gets hard. And even if it does get hard, stop and start again. I'm talking about about your workouts. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about pushing through. Some of us stop when it gets hard and then we get scared and we, and, and we never want to start again. We're traumatized. We're traumatized with fear. And here's something that I have to impress upon you is that most people are just trying to, when I talked about the, the, the six human needs yesterday, most people are just still trying to survive and hit those four basic human needs of, of certainty, knowing that everything is going to be okay. Of, of of variety, which is me knowing that like I get to wake up and work out when I want to or start work when I want to or travel when I want to or they need variety. That's me. Some people are still just working on feeling significant. They have to be noticed. They have to be loved. They have to get attention. They have to get outside affirmation. Some people are still just there trying to get that. And then some people are still just trying to meet the need of connection. They need to feel loved. They need to feel connected. They need to feel part of something. And that's not wrong. But there's a whole nother level to you. There's a whole spirit inside of you. And when you get to that level, you'll notice that you may feel like there's emptiness in your life. You may feel like you're incomplete. You may feel like something's lacking. And if you're not in tune with your spirit, if you're not focused on personal development consistently, you will have no idea what it is. But I'm going to tell you what it is. There's that need to grow. 
You think you're depressed, sad, empty, lonely, whatever, because of the number on the scale. That number on the scale doesn't mean shit. It fluctuates. Matter of fact, who told you you had to weigh a certain number? Where did you get that number from? Who told you that? Okay. Just because you weighed that much when you were in high school, just because you made that what weighed that much before your pregnancy, like that's not the standard, guys. Right now I'm 180 something. And I remember when I was trying to get away from 180 because that 180 back then looked different. But now that I eat right and, and I put on the weight in the right ways and I lift muscles, 180 looks fucking good on me. Stop worrying about the number on the scale. That's not going to fix your emptiness. The reason why you feel empty is because now you've been working on yourself, right? You, you feel good, but there is a need for growth that you haven't tapped into yet. There is a need for you to be challenged and you do this. I don't like challenges, coach. I don't like you calling me out, coach. I don't like being asked to step out of my comfort zone. I don't like being asked to make a to, to, to make an investment in myself that makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, then stay fucking put stuck and wondering why you don't feel whole. Like that's it. Accept that. Like if that's, if you're not willing to be challenged, then you're going to always feel like something's missing. What's missing is the fact that you're not challenging yourself. There is a, a an innate need an innate feeling an innate urge within the human spirit to grow and so many of you have not embraced that yet and that's why you feel like you're not making progress you think that progress is the number on the scale the number of the scale can be a sign of progress but you can also show progress by stepping out of your fucking comfort zone and finally challenging yourself or getting to that point where it's scary and just taking the step over that's it it doesn't have to be a number on the scale. And for my entrepreneurs, it does, holy fuck, entrepreneurs, it does not need to be a number on the bank account. Please let me, like, guys, I met, like, for the last several months, I was so stressed out because I had it embedded in me that if I wasn't making a certain amount of money a month in my business, then I sucked as an entrepreneur. I wasn't doing everything that I could. And, and by me chasing that number, I ended up like sacrificing customer service or I ended up losing that one-on-one with clients that I wanted because someone had implanted in my head that that number was what made me a successful entrepreneur. That's why I took those nine days off. So I was like, something don't feel right. This does not feel like why I started my business. I got to figure out what it is that, that drives me. And, and remember I said growth is what makes the human spirit feel like they're succeeding. And I'm like, financial growth though, isn't my number one marker, just like the scale doesn't need to be your number one marker. And once I got back to what was important to me, which was actually changing lives and doing coaching with my women and, and empowering them and doing life with them and, 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 and getting them to where they needed to be, I'm like, that's what's important to me. And like I said, I hit my highest month last month and it wasn't me trying to. I wasn't like, oh my God, I gotta hit this number, I gotta hit this number. I was like, I wanna get back to the basics of what's important to me. And so you need to get back to the basics of what's important to you. There is a piece of you that knows that you want to grow, that knows that you want to be challenged, but you've been so scared and I'm giving you the freedom and the peace and the permission right now to abandon that fear so that you can actually get to what is going to make you feel fulfilled because it's not a number. It is 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 not a number. The other human need that I talked about, need of the spirit, there was growth. That's a spiritual need. And then contribution. That's why I'm doing this challenge, the give back and get back, so that you can do both. So that you can grow as a, as a person and that you can also give back because a portion of the proceeds are going to go to Angel Tree. 
So if you listen to this and you felt a spark within you and you're like, hey, um, I need this, blah, 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 blah. This got me hyped up, blah, 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 blah. Also, if you're a member of the Boss Bot Academy, get your ass in there and watch Tough Love Tuesday replay last night. Go somewhere where you're quiet, where you're alone, where you can um, put the headphones on and not focus on anyone and just listen to that guided uh, visualization that I walk you through. Make sure that you get that. If you're in the Look Good Naked Academy, I need you to go back and watch yesterday's Train Your Brain Tuesday and, and make sure that you get that. But if you're someone that's not um, in either of those programs right now and you're like, coach, I, I would love to just something get me back on track. And I would also love to give back to the angel kids. Like I said, drop a hashtag holiday hottie in the comments. Give me a DM or yeah, no, those are the only two options. Don't don't message me like, I don't know what I'm doing. No, follow directions. Let's start there. And so we're going to do that. And um, just to give you some details, it's $25 a person. It's going to be four weeks worth of workouts. It's starting December 6th. And it's also going to like January 3rd, I think. Um, these are, it's not, you don't have to download an app. You don't have to do, it's, it's really low commitment. I just want to give you some structure and some framework to get back on track. There'll be options for people who are working out at home with no weights. There'll be options for people who are working out at the gym. And if you participated in a challenge with me before, you know that I don't just care about your weights or your, your exercising. I'm going to give you journal prompts. I'm going to give you daily mindset routines to work on and ways that you can grow as a person. I'm here to help change lives. And I believe that as I fulfill my calling and doing that, that the income will follow. And that is always going to be first and foremost, my agenda is to help change lives, make an impact first, and then I'll worry about the income because I know that this is my calling and I'm not going to let numbers get in the way of it anymore. And I want you to not get numbers in the way of you feeling like you're progressing and growing in your life. So that's it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got some value from this today. If you are listening, do me a favor and screenshot this and tag me in your story so I can shout you out. Your support is much needed. If you feel like this podcast today was valuable, like it, like it, if someone needs to hear this, share this with a friend, send it to them in a DM and, and tell them what it is and what it's about. Don't just share it on your profile with no kind of explanation or in your story. Let them know what it is because I say this all the time. Nobody's watching a video by somebody they don't know unless they know what they're going to get out of it. So I do thank you everyone that stayed in for everyone that commented. Um, I will be back with you guys Friday on a live, not a podcast, but I just want to let you guys know that I love you and I appreciate you. And let's get this fucking holiday challenge started. Peace.